out let's get into it what is up you guys it is your girl digit i'm still figuring out my new podcast setup but um welcome to episode 11 this is the slumber party edition i have on my favorite onesie this is my savage x fenty onesie absolutely love it and then i also have on my little fuzzy socks simone actually got me those so shout out to simone i got my little pillow but nonetheless um first of all we have a new setup there's a lot of different changes that are going on we'll get into a life update and just like everything like that when we get to the season finale which is actually the next episode of the podcast we have the season finale but this is episode 11 so we're not going to talk about no life updates we're not going to talk about anything like that other than the fact that last episode like i told you all this episode i will be officially your girl has graduated from hampton university check out the degree i'm gonna put it right here so y'all can really check it out that says deja dotson deja angel dotson and i got my bachelor's of arts in psychology and um yeah and i also um journalism was my minor they don't have that on a degree but that is what my minor was so yes today we're going to be drinking out of my congrats grad i don't know why this exposure is so bright let me actually fix this so we won't be looking all bright this episode i can't but i'm not drinking nothing crazy i had some kava yesterday so i'm drinking my little um, I had got the like raspberry, blackberry and lavender tea. So I'm just drinking it. But yeah, I got my pillow. I got my congratulations, Deja D, class of 2023. Because your girl has graduated. Also I have some roses, but they're starting to die now. Because I graduated like eight days ago. So these roses are a little... Y'all, they get a little old. We'll fix them up. You'll see new flowers and stuff from the next episodes or whatever. But I'm just chit-chatting. Let me fix this lighting so we can get right into the episode. Okay, I kind of like this a little better. It's a little more neutral tone. Like I said, I'm still getting my new setup together. But um, yeah, I definitely wanted to get on here. I've been unpacking all day, just doing a lot of ripping and running. But today's episode, based on the title, is called Child corporate america is ghetto but before we get into it of course we have to run through all of the announcements what's up it's your girl deja d if you've never seen my face before welcome to the podcast this is my podcast let me tell you something make sure you all check out all of the previous episodes this summer i'm going to just be promoting the hell out of season one so make sure you're following me on twitter at deja's daily dose make sure you're following the instagram at deja's daily dose make sure you're following us on facebook at deja's daily dose Make sure you're also following us on TikTok. We hit over a thousand followers. So make sure you're following us over there at Deja's Daily Dose. It's Deja's Daily Dose on everything. Then you can make sure you're following me, Deja D. Like I said, I wanted to tell you all a little bit of like my updates and stuff. And I'm going to save that for the season finale. But make sure you're following me at Deja D. I have my at name right here. It's D-E-J. Seven A's and then a D. That's my TikTok. Follow me on Instagram. And then make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well if that's what you're watching it on. We're also going to be getting the uh, podcast on other platforms and things like that over the summer. So just make sure you're following us on every single thing so you can be updated and so you can stay on track with everything. So you can just see every single thing, you know, keeping it cute, keeping it 
keeping all the promo, you know, getting everything together. Make sure you're following us so you can be updated on all things Deja Z and Deja's Daily Dose. So, boom, that's that. Um, and yeah, if you see me looking over here, y'all know that I write notes for the podcast just so we can stay on topic and so I can stay on task. If you have ADHD or if you're creative or anything like that, I definitely recommend writing out what you're going to say. Even when you see me doing my TikToks and stuff, I write out what I want to say because I could just sit here and and I do like to just have topics. That way it's like free flowing conversation, things that come to the top of my head, but it is some sort of structure in the like organization to the chaos and the madness. So definitely make sure that you're doing that. That's a tip that I have as a creative content has definitely been a lot better ever since I started doing that. So I definitely recommend that this episode, we're going to be talking all about the current state of America, just corporate America and just the whole economy and the job market and everything like that. As you all see, I just graduated from Hampton and a lot of my peers and a lot of people who are in that 20, you know, that early 20 range trying to really jumpstart their career. Everybody's kind of having the same kind of dilemma right now as far as with corporate America and just America in general, as far as just how hard it is to find a job. For me, luckily, I did have the opportunity of having a platform and building my social media and this being what I go into doing full time. So that is a blessing. Excuse the noise if you hear the guy cutting grass outside. Child, they don't care about me doing my podcast right now. So hopefully this microphone is picking up enough of my audio. But dang, he's getting louder. And I don't want to drag this episode out. It's going to be super cute, super short, straight to the point. Because I know the season finale is going to be so like long or whatever. Let me tell you something. Like Beyonce said, America has a problem. We are living in a time where AI is taking over so many different jobs. And I'm not even trying to flex like I'm smarter than a computer because I'm barely smarter than a fifth grader. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Let me know. Let me know if y'all like that. But yeah, I'm not about to sit here and flex like I'm smarter than a computer because if I went on that TV show, are you smarter than a fifth grader? I would probably fail. I recently graduated from Hampton University and this is actually my first episode as an alumni. And before I graduated, I just remember my department and a bunch of other departments, but my department of liberal arts and everything like that, we were in classes and things like that. And they would send out mass emails saying, hey, seniors, make sure that you're letting us know what you're doing after you graduate. Make sure that you're, you know, like they were asking us like what we were doing post-grad. Like, oh, what are you doing post-grad? 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 And for me, it was kind of like, damn, like I'm trying to figure out myself like, You know, don't be doing too much as far as like trying to pressure me into telling you I'm trying to figure it out myself. This is before I even knew what I was going to do full time. You know, I'm still applying to a bunch of companies, applying to a bunch of jobs, which I'm still continuing to do. But my focus is not necessarily there as much as it used to be because I did decide to start pursuing this full time and X, Y, and Z. Like I said, I'll get into that more at the season finale. I just be wanting to tell y'all too much too soon. But... There were so many people that were getting the paper and so many people like as they were passing the paper around, which like I said, that's crazy in itself that they were even passing this paper around because I felt like that was a little bit 
like something that's supposed to be more private because imagine if you're not doing anything and they're passing this paper around and I could see everybody's name. I could see everything what everybody's doing and it'll be people that'll say like, I don't know. I don't have a job. It was so many people that said, I don't have a job. I don't know. I'm just going back home. Like I don't have nothing to go for to. And this is your, this is the next generation of college students. And then for me, there were a lot of people who I saw like on Instagram and TikTok posting in their close friends. Um, one girl who I don't know if she's watching the podcast and I'm not going to say her name, but me and her, we used to communicate a lot via her close friends because we were going through kind of the same or similar experiences. And I used to just send her a lot of encouraging posts because she was explaining like how awful the job market is and how she continues to apply into so many applications that she put out there. And mind you, we're getting our bachelor's degrees. So this is kind of like, you know, they say like, oh, if you go to school with your bachelor's degree, you know, you're putting yourself or you're setting yourself up for success as far as just being able to have more opportunities and have more jobs, be able to look out for you. But all of these people who have now spent over $100,000 on this degree, over $150,000 shoot my school is like 45, 48, 45 to 48. I don't even know because it's just so expensive and I knew I had to pay it they that's like almost a $2,000 $200,000 degree that you mean to tell me I can't find no job I can't find no job and then also you're competing against people to where it's just like or so many companies it's kind of like you need so much more than just the degree nowadays you got jobs that want you to come in with all of this work experience and it's kind of like well I mean I have to work in order to get work experience. So that's one thing. And then you have all of these jobs or you're competing against so many people to where it's kind of like school. Your degree is not enough. They want to see what you were even doing in school. So then you got people who had X amount of internships and had to do this and had to do that. And jobs never even keep in consideration the fact that some people just do not have that opportunity or do not have the resources to achieve those. But if I have my degree, this should be able to at least get me something. There's no reason why you're applying for over hundreds and thousands or 200 different applications and you're not hearing nothing back from that one with this degree that everybody's telling us that you need to have or x y and z so you would think that this this piece of paper right here would have companies doors flying right open but it doesn't when you're competing against not only other people but now you're competing against computers who are a thousand percent more smarter than you. I'm not even going to flex like I'm smarter than a computer because I'm not. I'm a journalism student and currently there are a lot of jobs that are being taken away from journalists and things like that. First of all, journalists already do not make that much money. That's just the field and a career that's just like crazy as hell to go into. But people do stuff because they love it, which is I personally feel like it, like people just need to be paid. People need to just be paid good to be able to live there's no reason why anybody in america should be struggling no matter what your job is because let's be real you need journalists y'all might find it to be like a oh it's not that worthy of a job x y and z but who is telling you what's going on without journalists you would not know anything and everybody is always looking on social media everybody's always looking at the news everybody's always checking this stuff out because these are the people who's putting it out so there's no reason why they should be getting paid living paycheck to paycheck nobody should be living paycheck to paycheck because every single job is valuable you cannot tell me that an engineer like yeah y'all do more work x y and z so y'all should be paid probably a little bit more but a journalist should not be living paycheck to paycheck when they're something that we utilize daily like a daily type of thing i just don't there's so much that i could just get into but nobody in america that has a freaking job needs to be paying getting paid paycheck to paycheck and 
or living paycheck to paycheck, but not even living paycheck to paycheck, but living in a situation to where it's like, you're not even making enough money to live or survive. Like, no, 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 no. The more that the prices go higher, the more that y'all need to start paying people. But when I was in my journalist class, I was taking an international journalism course this year. It was an elective. And it was like so many times that our professor, she just kept expressing how AI was on the rise. And see me, I'm one of those people who I don't like to update my phone. Like, I know y'all might think, oh, you're so good with editing X, Y, and Z. I'm very like A, B, C, D, E, F, G when it comes to the technology. Like, I don't update my phone. I don't want to do all of that. I remember when group FaceTime first came out on the iPhones and everything like that. It took me so long to update my phone. It did not make any sense. Like, I probably didn't update my phone until probably like, I feel like everybody had group FaceTime for months before I even did it. Because first of all, who am I talking to in a group? Let's be for real. I wasn't doing all of that. I didn't like talk to that many people on group face or FaceTime for me to even be doing that. So I was just like, there's no rush. But that was just, I use that as an example to just express how I'm just not up to date with technology like that. Like I think I'm recording off of an iPhone 12 Pro Max and I'm like one of those people like if it's not broke, we're not trying to fix it. I don't got the time for it. I'm not going to keep giving all these people my money. Like it is what it is. But when AIs first start coming on the rise, you will hear it, you will hear it, you will hear it. And I'm still trying to grasp it myself, but I do start noticing and I have noticed more talk about it um, recently in the media. And I'm not going to go too in detail with it because, like I said, I'm not trying to sit on here and talk about some stuff that I, I'm not necessarily 100% sure of or that I'm not like, oh, I'm very informed on it. I'm not trying to be spreading no miscommunication or misinformation on here. However, comma... I know that AI is very real and it's taking over so many jobs. There's so many companies laying off people like Google's laying off people. I just seen that LinkedIn is laying off all these people. Like so many companies are laying off these people. There's all these jobs that are being replaced with AI. I even know that like, and chat with me a little bit in the, in the comment section below. And I'm not sure if this is, would be considered AI, but even when you look or you go to like your grocery stores and things like that, like I know five and below, um, a few years ago, they start getting rid of all of the cashiers and they put all of these self checkouts to where you only got one person that needs to be there monitoring that area. But that's so many jobs right there that y'all just replace with self checkout machines. Or when you go to Walmart or you go to Target and things like that, you rarely see the regular registers open anymore. You just see all of the self checkouts open because it's kind of like we're moving into a very technology based world. And it's kind of like, I know those type of jobs, like being cashiers and things like that, aren't looked at as the same of like, oh, being a doctor or X, Y, and Z. So it's hard to replace. But those are still jobs that are being replaced from computers. So it's kind of like, yeah, there's no jobs out here because if they can get a computer to do it, why would they pay you to? You just buy the freaking machine and do the little maintenance on it. But as far as like an hourly wage or making sure you're paying your employees or benefits or just having to worry about all of that, like, Worker's salary, paying people, vacation, oh, I have to pay your medical, X, Y, and Z. Why am I doing that when I could just get rid of you, get rid of the tiring, don't got to deal with your mouth, don't have to train you, and I have a computer who could do it faster, probably easier, cleaner, cheaper, probably, just so much less hassle. So those are the type of things and those are the type of times that we're moving into 
which is crazy because like I said, this podcast is catered to, you know, that young generation, like that twenties or those, those very transitional early adulthood. And like I said, I'm blessed and I'm fortunate enough, but it still is like very shaky for me as well. But luckily I'm going into an industry to where it's kind of like, okay, I do social media. I'm creating content X, Y, and Z. This is something that's definitely like, I could see this being an industry that's skyrocketing because everybody wants to be a content creator X, Y, and Z. And luckily I already have a platform. You know, I do have my credentials as far as being able to, I got my degree so I could really talk a little bit more informed as far as mental health and things like that. But if I was just going out here looking for a job, like I said, I was applying for different companies and I was applying for a bunch of different other jobs other than just doing my content. And I still have not heard anything back because that's just what the industry is. That's what the economy is looking like. So many people are out here applying for jobs and they're not getting anything or they're not hearing anything back. And that can be extremely discouraging, especially when you didn't went to school for all these years. You have this degree that you spent all this money on and you wanted to start making some money back. I be seeing um, on TikTok, I, and there's kind of like with this whole AI and everything like that, there's no job that I see that is safe. I was on TikTok scrolling the other day and I seen a lady, she said how I used AI to decor, I mean, decorate my patio. Interior design jobs are now at stake. Nobody's safe. Like nobody is safe. She literally took a photo of her backyard and it scanned it through this machine and the AI like showed how she should decorate it differently. So it's kind of like, why would you even go hire an interior designer when you could probably download this app that'll do it either for free or maybe a $2.99 monthly trial or anything like that. You know what I mean? So you don't even have to deal with the hassle and the hassle. You could just click and get it done. Now you don't even have to worry about it. It's so much more convenient. And I feel like that's what this generation in this New time is moving into just being more convenient, being more cheap, which is just capitalism in its in itself, which is just like I said, like Beyonce said, America has a problem and corporate America is ghetto. Like I said, this episode is not going to be extremely long, but I did also want to touch a point and highlight how politics are in corporate America. Um, this just comes from like conversations that I've been having with peers, conversations I've been having with my girlfriend, just different people and just being very observant and something that I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to highlight how older generations won't retire or won't make space for the new generations. Um, I was watching the breakfast club, I believe. I think, don't quote me, don't don't get me exactly, but if I had to think on who I heard this from, I believe it was Dr. Umar, and he was saying, or he was mentioning as far as like, oh, when you go to the black churches, or just when you go to churches in general, there's so many older pastors, like old guys, like they're old preachers, old pastors, and they're so stuck in their ways, and the whole congregation is so stuck in their ways, that they will not allow for a younger pastor to come in and preach, because... I mean, that's just what it is. And this is just a good example as far as just like corporate America and just the whole American mentality on not allowing for the new generation to thrive. They're so stuck in their dinosaur days and their dinosaur antique ways and they're not updating with the current times. And this is also something that's just like 
it goes on everything from down to just being up to date with social media, not finding their presence for it, being homophobic, not being cautious as far as racial slurs, you know, not being cautious as far as different people's gender pronouns, anything, just so many different things that it's kind of like, yeah, that might've been cool back in the day, you know? You might have been able to get past or you might have been able to slide with a lot of that shit y'all were saying back in the day. But now nobody's dealing with that. It's 2023. But I think I want to 2024 because we're halfway. We're past halfway through the year at this point. We're halfway through the year. It's about to be 2024. I'm not going to speed up time. I don't like to rush the time. But just realistically speaking, we're in a whole nother time frame to where some people are born before 1980s, before 1970s. Before 1960s, before 1950s, some even. And for me, like, I know I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I'm about to say my year that I was born. But I was born in 2021 and I'll be 22 this year. So just imagine like this is that that area, that time frame. We're born in 2021. I mean, I was born in 2001. I said 2021. I was born in 2001. So just, and I'm grown, like I'm not grown, grown, but I'm an adult. So that's just showing how these next generations, like the students that just graduated my high school, my siblings, they just graduated high school. They'll be 18 years old this year. They were born in 2005. So when you're working and this is the new upcoming older generation, like this is the younger generation and they're born in the 2000s. And then you have people who are running companies, running businesses, doing things, and they are born in the 1960s and the 1950s no they're like we were born in a time where phones was already out you know you got people in the newer generations where technology social media you know it's freaking electric cars cars that you ain't even got to put your hands on the steering wheel for nowadays and you mean to tell me that back when the phone wasn't around y'all still running the show and calling the shots Y'all, y'all, we just have two different kind of mindsets. Y'all was born in a whole different kind of time frame and y'all need to keep up with the program. But a lot of people are so stuck in their ways that they're not trying to even adapt. They're not trying to conform. And it's kind of like, yeah, with stuff like that, y'all will get caught up in these streets saying stuff that's inappropriate, being homophobic, being racist, just a whole bunch of stuff. You don't even see the value or you don't even, you're not keeping up with the current times. And you will be left behind if you're not keeping up with the current times. I know that, um, and that just goes with the mentality, you know, as a 21-year-old woman going on 22, there's a lot of things that the younger generation, that's like I said, even my siblings, like how I said, I'm, I'm hip to the technology, but they're way more hip. Like, there's kids and that are 11, 10 years old that know how to program stuff, know how to work all the social media apps, know how to work their phone completely. And I'm like, where I'm out to them and I'm 21 and I know a little something, but then you have people that are older than me that are like in their thirties and their forties. And they're like, Oh, I know more than you. And then you got people that's in their forties and their fifties that are the CEOs and the bosses of these companies. And they won't even allow for someone who's 30, 40, 20 to come in and say, Hey, let me teach you something. Hey, let me show you something or won't even be open-minded enough to see the value in what's going on in this newer generation. I think even because of me, like, I work in the social media industry and I understand it and I'm in the marketing industry as far as that. Like I get it and I see the value in it. There's now a time like back before you used to pay all these money. Companies used to spend all this money on commercials. They used to spend all this money on billboard ads, spend all this money on just like stuff like that. Print 
you know, getting your stuff printed in a newspaper to where now, if you're more open-minded as a company and more open-minded as a brand, you say, hey, instead of investing the money into this, let's invest this money into our communications department and our marketing team and bring on someone who does social media. Because the same money that you would spend on a billboard, you would spend on your social media marketing team and put that in place so you don't have to worry about ads on a print paper or magazine. Now you're making social media content like TikToks or Instagram or Reels or Pinterest and things like that because you understand and you're more you're you're keeping up with the updated times. You're allowing for this new generation to teach you something and you're not stuck in your ways and your old ways and getting left behind. I'm just running, running, running my mouth. Let me drink something. But you see companies like Colgate. I've seen a Colgate commercial on TikTok. And like just other companies like that, like floss companies. Like TikTok is not just for the dancing and anything no more. You're able to now promote your products to anybody with a smartphone if done correctly. So, yeah. And then I also just think about, you know, just... Like, for example, going back to the Dr. Umar's part, as far as just like with the black church and the preachers and the pastors, nobody's saying that the younger generation is trying to come in and completely run the show. Like, we understand there's hierarchies, you have to work your way up in the company, but when you're so stuck and you're so closed-minded and don't want to retire or even allow those people the space or like examples would be like, okay, we had a church with an older pastor giving that younger pastor those opportunities to come in for some weeks. And nobody's saying you're not the pastor. Nobody's saying you're not the preacher anymore. Same thing goes to these companies. Nobody's saying you're not the CEO anymore. Nobody's saying you're not the manager. But allow for those younger people to come in and speak. Allow for them to sit at the board meetings and get a chance to pitch their ideas. And you actually listen. And maybe even actually try it. It doesn't hurt to try anything. Like, if a company says, okay, or like a pastor says, okay, we're going to let this younger preacher come in and preach the service. Let them see. Let them, let's see what the congregation says. Let's try what this younger member in the board says. And let's actually put this into place and just see what changes it may, it may come. We have to get as a society and we have to, and, and just for me personally, I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're going out here. We're going out here and we're like, look, I know what I'm talking about. Like for me, I know what I'm talking about. I'm, I got a degree. Yes, I know everything. It's like, no, I don't think I know everything. There is so much to grow, but it's kind of like we have to be more confident and know what we're talking about. But then you have people that's like, oh, you need this amount of years of experience. And it's like life is your experience. You learn things as you go and you need to have the trial and error. Nobody wants to go into a company. Nobody wants to go into a job and feel like they're not being heard. Nobody wants to go into a job or a company or meetings or they're pitching their ideas. And it's like, I know what I'm talking about because we're probably more knowledgeable on what's going on now or what's beneficial now or what's good for consumers now because we are the consumers. We are the target audience. The 50, 60, 70 year olds, y'all are still on Facebook. Y'all are still doing what y'all doing over there. Y'all already got y'all routines. All the new products that's coming out, all the new commercials, all of the new things like that. These are people that is our generation. Like, even down to when you look at music and different artists and things like that. Like, or, um, like when you see commercials and stuff now, there'll be people like Lele or like Charlie and Dixie 
these older people do not know who these people are. These people, like, are coming up with TV shows. Like, these people are all on TikTok. That's where the media is. Even when you look at um, brands and doing campaigns. I know I'll be walking through Target and stuff like that. And you'll see different social media influencers on different campaigns. And we know these people. But the older people do not know these people. So even when it comes down to, like, oh, like, for me, I'll say social media marketing. I'm going to say, hey, we need to go get this influencer. She has a great reach. She has a great following, X, Y, and Z. She's going to bring in sales, blah, blah, blah. But the older people are like, no, we're just going to go back to the basics, go do a regular commercial shoot and get this person, and that's going to be that. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because you're not allowing for the younger generations to come in and tell you what they're knowledgeable in. You're so close-minded to everything. You don't even want to open yourself up to think or have the possibility to say, okay, let me learn from someone. Let me learn from someone younger because y'all are stuck in y'all ways of saying, oh, they only, we only need to learn or they need to learn from us. So, yeah, that's pretty much all that I have for today's episode. I thought it was a super cool topic to just talk about like how AI is coming in, wants to steal the show, how hard it is to get a job now in corporate America. Um, even the economy, like when you're looking at just the cost of apartments and it's like, child, I don't even own this property. But then if you're looking to own stuff, it's like, okay, you got to have credit in this and this and this, it's just too much. And just as a 21 going on 22 year old woman who has her degree, who's working and just going into this career field, it's like, yeah, you do have to kind of like put your big girl shoes on and, you know, take those steps. Or take, yeah, like steps of faith, have faith in yourself, um, be confident in your decisions, be confident in what you know, be confident in your work, and not allowing for the older generations to tell you that something's not valuable when you know it is. And also how hard it is to continue to know that you're worth it and continue to know that you are valuable and an asset when the world is trying to tell you that you're not. There's so many people out there who are currently working entry-level jobs or trying to get a job who's kind of like, you know, you're hearing, oh, you're not valuable. You don't have enough experience. You don't know this. You don't know that. And this is just a sense of encouragement to let you know that you're not alone. You're not the only person feeling like that. There's so many people, like I told you, I just went to, I just graduated with so many people who, yeah, some people got jobs, but so many people do not. You're not the only one. So if you're watching this and you're just graduated and you, you know, you're just like, what am I going to do? Or even if you didn't graduate and you're just kind of like in that young 20 year old range and you're like, what's going on with my life? You're not the only person who's like, what's going on with your life? You're now competing with people who like you're not even competing with people anymore you're competing with computers like let's just be honest you're competing with computers and nobody is smarter than a computer but a computer I'm not smarter than a computer I'm barely smarter than a fifth grader so no you're not going to be getting the jobs and it's going to be harder for you so you have to be creative you have to just keep looking keep your head up hopefully this damn recession ends soon (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to say too much. I was about to go on a whole little tangent on, oh, this is this, this and this little person in the government. Da, 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 da. No, because they will find me quicker than 
I could find somebody on Instagram. Okay. But I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And make sure you all are back here. I believe it's on June the 6th, June the 5th. I'll have it on the screen. Make sure you all are back here for the season finale so I could do a little life update, tell you new updates as far as the podcast, season two, things like that. Make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. Click the shop tab to get both of our books. That's let me tell um Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine, which is the children's book, as well as Stacia's Daily Doses, which is the motivational coffee table book full of quotes. Love you all. Your girl got her degree. So yes, I know every mother good thing. Let me show y'all it again. Yeah, this is gonna be the thumbnail. Let me let me pose with it. Wait, should I have my glass? Pajama party. This was the pajama party episode. And Rihanna, if you're watching this, I want a sponsorship from Savage X Fenty. I have my membership. I'm a VIP member. This is Savage Fenty. Bra Savage Fenty draws pump. <laughs> Let me go, y'all. Bye. And let's chit chat in the comment section. Let me know what y'all think. All right, bye. I think I'm bad as hell. I got the shoes out of line. Saying tomorrow I do the dishes. Never come. Easy bake, easy wake. Go on. Just give as much as you take. Or give as much as you wait. Or get the fuck out. I've been in the stuff out. Looking for a way out. You know, just taking it slow. I'm waving